Turn me up. Turn me up. Hey y'all, welcome to the Married Bunch Podcast. I am Brianna, Nico, Crystal, Chris, Kianda, William, and we are the Bunch. On this episode, it's called Open Ears and Open Hearts. Today, we're going to have our very first guest, uh, the Smiths, and we're also going to talk about dating your spouse in healthy communication. All right, so we want to welcome the Smiths to the Bunch. Welcome, guys. So before we get started, a little bit about how we know the Smiths. So Deshondra and I uh, had a class together in college, and then we kind of reconnected for, with the old friend. Well, from an old friend, right? Very old. <laughs> so, um, so that's how we became friends, and we've been rocking ever since. So to get going, let's talk to a little bit about the Smiths. How long have you guys been married? So next month, December first, we will be married for eleven years. Wow. wow wow that's a long time so how did you guys meet oh let's see freshman year we had math class together at central and i tried my hardest i was flirting he was working at ross i was like can i get a discount, discount? and he was like no and yeah from the- <laughs> give me a discount and so from there like i said we met freshman year we were always uh, you know, seeing each other, kind of like we were living Across in the dorms. The yeah. Um, but then what happened? Like our junior year, mm-hmm. going into our junior year, yeah. the summer of the junior year. Yeah, I became an Eastern Star, and he saw me on Facebook. We're friends, and he was like, "Oh, he was like my grandma was one, and all this other stuff." And he congratulated me, and from there I was like, oh, "Okay, well I'll be back on the yard. I'm moving back on campus." What next week? He was like, "Maybe we can hang out." So okay, so. Can I, did I get this right? Deshondra, you were the one that initiated it, or did Brian initiate it? Oh, yeah, it was me all day. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> he could have had me two years earlier, but he was playing. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. oh, snaps. She right, she right. Well, <laughs> yeah, he wouldn't give me that discount, and then he plus he just... <laughs> <laughs> all right, so who said I love you first? That would be me. When... After homecoming, salt well, no, junior year, after your parents left, oh, you remember now, right? No, but I'm going to go with it. <laughs> Keep going. So it was junior year, after homecoming, um, after your parents left, we were in the bed, and we were, like, we were discussing over different things, talking about different things. We were in the bed. Oh, listen, listen, I saw Just talking in the bed, laying down. And I just said I love you, and she said it back. All right, now that sounds about right. And yeah, how long were we into the relationship? Then? Probably just a, a few months. months. You yeah. fell fast. All right, so you said it. So Brian, you said it quickly. So how did you know Deshondra was the one then? Since you said it quickly, did you know right away? Like you know, how did it come about? So pretty much, I knew Deshondra was the one when I. Knew that she was a God-fearing woman. Um, she loves God. I love God. She's very down to earth. Um, and we connected. So that's when I knew. Sandra, how did you know Brian was the one? Literally, like he said, being a God-fearing man and then seeing how he put his family first and just being an humble person. And then, like, we're opposites. 
And so it was like he balances me. And so mm-hmm. me being like this very outgoing person and him being really like mellow, it was just like, okay, maybe this is what I need. Like this person, like he just, like I said, it just was like I found my person. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Brian, I'm trying to figure out why you didn't give my girl no discount at Ross because you know. But um, was it love at first sight for you? Like, what was the what what was your thoughts of her whenever you know she you first met her? So first off, I mean we weren't we weren't together then. We were just acquaintances then when I was working at Ross. But I mean, I could have gave her a discount. But <laughs> I mean. I mean <laughs> It is what it is now. I got her now. So, um, but love at first sight. I really liked her at first sight, but it, I don't think it was love at first sight. Love takes time for me. So, okay. So that's what I was going to ask. Do you feel like, so you don't believe in love at first sight? No. Okay. Okay. Desandra, do you believe in love at first sight? Mm, yeah. For certain people, maybe, but it wasn't for us. Mm-hmm. Like he said, it was more or less like, oh, I see something that I like or that I'm interested in. Mm-hmm. But I'm one of those people that I'm very intentional, like with people that I bring into my space. And so for me, and I don't know if it's the Capricorn in me, but I have to feel things Capricorn. out. And people, that's right. <laughs> and I have to feel like things and people out. But do I believe in love at first sight for some people? Definitely. But for did some we people, have that? Yeah. No, it wasn't that. You have to nurture love, so. So, like I was looking at this TikTok, like well, I was looking at a few TikToks and that's kind of what I was seeing that a lot of people were saying like love at first sight, no, maybe attraction at first sight. Mm-hmm. But so for me, I feel like there is love at first sight. Um, I think we even had a few people come back and ask us about um, love at first sight. Crystal, your sister, I know my homegirl, Brianna, she asked about it. Um, do you want to talk about it first, Crystal? Like, how do you feel about love at first sight? Um, yeah, I do believe in love at first sight for some people. Um, Mm -hmm. like I said before in previous episodes, um, it didn't happen for me, (laughs) but I do think that there are people out there who have experienced love at first sight. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, and I think like for me, um, I feel like, cause we had kind of talked about it a little bit, um, in our episode before that if it, you know love at first sight, I think it would be for the man to feel that. That man would feel the love at first sight because if we're going to talk about the Bible, you know, we all are believers in here. So, you know, it says when a man finds a wife, he finds finds a good thing. thing. Mm -hmm. So that means if he's, you know, finding something, he's seeking that. Mm -hmm. So I feel like if we're talking about love at first sight, it's not just what your eyes see. Like, Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? It's like what your soul, your spirit Mm -hmm. is Mm -hmm. feeling or what your spirit Mm-hmm. Um, is seeing at that right. time. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if anybody. But with that, just like you said, like I said just before, you still have to nurture it. Yes, you still definitely. have to grow with it. You still have to communicate. You still have to work at it. Right. Uh, and I think too, that's where your understanding of what love is comes into play. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. some people, you ask them what you know to describe what love is, it's different. Some people that looks like lust. Some people, that looks like a physical thing. Some people, I'm attracted to your mental. Some people, I mean, it's different. So I think, again, it's layers to love. Right. So, you know, even talking about that, love at first sight isn't something that's going to happen with a bunch of people. 
you know what I'm saying? Oh, sorry, I was I was really feeling it. I was hitting the table, y'all. Sorry, um, but yeah. Uh, so love at first sight, you, it's not gonna be something that happens over and over again. It's gonna be a one time thing, right? You know what I'm saying? So this is an old question, but I would like to know what was your experience with marriage? Like, did you come from a you know background where your parents were married? Like, what what did marriage look like in your life? Me, my parents were married but then i think when i was a baby or one yeah baby they separated um so i didn't get to see that Mm -hmm. um so marriage wasn't in my household i saw other depictions of marriage but i mean there were some things going on with those marriages so Mm. when i got married i wanted to do it my way Mm -hmm. her way we grow together we doing Mm -hmm. this we're doing this thing together so so before meeting her, did you desire marriage? At one point, yeah. At okay. some point, yeah. Okay. Desandra, what about you? Did you have uh, examples of marriage? Yeah, so I grew up in a two-parent household. My parents were married for 29 years. Mm-hmm. And so I saw the love. I saw the support. I saw the man being in the traditional you know, sense of being the provider. But then I also grew up seeing where both of my parents wanted me to be independent. And so that was an interesting dynamic, especially getting married, because it was like, oh, okay, because I don't do subservient stuff. Mm -mm. That's not me. (laughs) So, you know, so seeing that and also my parents, us being so young when we got married, we were what, 23? 22, 23. We were just turning 23. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. when we got married, it was just kind of like, oh, okay. And my mom was not happy about it. Because her thing was, I get you love him, he loves you, but at the same time, y'all still need to grow. Like, it's still things you need to do. Like, do you truly know? And so, but again, like he said, we never wanted to be a replicate, you know, replicate my parents' marriage or like anybody else's. We were like, we're going to grow together. We're going to learn together. We're going to make mistakes together. But like, you hear all this advice, especially being married young, everybody can tell you what to do. Mm-hmm. But it was one of those things. Okay, thank you for it. But we're going to do this our way. Right? And also, like we that. were very mature at our age. So, I mean, so, yeah. it was what it was. We were ready. So, we went ahead and did it. Did the damn thing. We did it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, Brian, man, how long did you guys date before you actually proposed? So, we dated for about two years before I actually proposed. Um, I was getting off work from Lowe's one night. Um, I brought us dinner home. Probably Wendy's. No, uh, no. <laughs> I think it was Taco Bell. I think it was oh, Taco God. Bell. <laughs> um, but I brought dinner home. Um, she was just sitting on the couch reading like a poem or whatever. And it was like a fill in the blank poem. Mm-hmm. And so we had already found, you know, we already went looking for rings and stuff. And I had the ring hidden in the kitchen. I was like, hang on, hang on. Let me, let me go do something right quick. So. I told her to close her eyes or go into the bedroom or something because she already knew where the ring was. Yes, I did. Um, but I went and got the ring and pretty much I did the fill in the blank poem. And then at the end, I got down on one knee and I was like, yeah. will you marry me? And she was like, of course. And so. But it was really nice. When I tell y'all. Like, but it yeah, it was up, it was a good Because it was like, though. if I could sing any song to you, if I could have any dream. And at the very end, the way it was set up was like, if I could ask you any question right now. And then he was just like, for fun, babe, let's let's do this. And so 
I did it, didn't think nothing of it, and then he did it, and then he was like, oh, hold on, and then that's when he was like, if I can ask you any question, huh, and then next thing I know, I looked to the left, and he over there on one knee, Aww. and I'm like, okay, yeah, <laughs> so yeah, and then that's when I called my mama, and I said, mama, guess what, we engaged, and she said, oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, but then I found out, which is crazy, we had went down to visit mm-hmm. my parents, what? Maybe a, a couple weeks before it actually happened, um, uh, we went down to her parents' house and Deshondra and her mom, my G is what I call her, um, she they were out and me and Pops, we were sitting in the living room and we were just chatting it up and I pretty much asked him for his permission. So I showed him the ring. He was happy that it was going down um, and he really liked me. So, I mean... And God knew what I needed because he knew I was going to lose my dad, yeah. you know, at a you know, pretty early age. So it was one of those things like, okay, because I see a lot of those qualities in, you know, barring that, you know, my dad had. And so, like, it's like he left somebody here to take care of us because he looks oh, out do for me you. and my mama. <laughs> so, yeah. So. Uh, that's a oh, yeah. Yeah. That's a yeah. Okay. So with y'all getting married young, was there any pressure, expectations? How did y'all feel about that? Ooh, the biggest thing, and I could not stand it, was when y'all having a baby. baby. Like, Mm. when y'all having a kid. And then, like, because we've been together so long, like, folks always still now. It's like, y'all haven't had a kid yet? And like all, and I'm like, first of all, get out my uterus. But (laughs) I'm just saying, because you just never know. Like, don't assume it's easy for everybody. And you don't even know, too, if everybody wants kids. You know, so, again, so it was, that was the biggest thing. I mean, and my mother-in-law was guilty of it for years. You know, to finally he said, and again, that just shows me the protector in him. You know, I'm respecting my I respect you, but stop asking her. Stop bringing it up, you know. And so, like I said, especially family. And then, like I said, the other expectation was everybody mostly was happy for us. Yeah, I mean, for I the most part, everybody yeah. was happy for us yeah. to get married. Mm-hmm. Um, crazy expectation, expectations, none. Um, just the baby thing, yeah. pretty much yeah. for mm-hmm. us. Yeah. Billy on that one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, Deshondra and Brian, with y'all being married for 11 years or almost 11 years, is wearing a ring important? I have a ring around my heart. So, this other thing is materialistic. I mean, do I wear it every day? Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, too, when you know what you have and you're confident in that and you're secure, it's like, again, that's just a little it's symbolism. And so there are times that I may just run to Walmart or something and I may not put it on or whatever, but people know I'm locked down. Like I'm married. I know I'm married. And so, but again, do we wear them mm-hmm. pretty much every day? Yeah. But I've just come to realize you can, people can have a ring on. They still do what they want to do. That's true. That's true. Um, well, for me, yeah. um, kind of like what you said, 80% of the time, I have my ring on. Um, I feel like wearing the ring for me is more of a respect thing. Yes, we know that we're married. When you step out, yeah, we, we're married. But um, I, just like you said, it, this is for me. My This is my ring. This is what, you know, our the symbol of our marriage, mm-hmm. you know, quote, unquote, symbol. Um, so, yeah, it's just a respect thing. I want him to wear it. He wants me to wear it. But it really don't mean anything else to anybody else. But this is for us. This is our symbol. Um, so that's just for me. What you think, babe? Um, for me, I'm. I mean, like you said, it's a symbol. But for me personally, I'm big on wearing my ring. Um, like I got the little 
with the little silicone rings or whatever. Um, and I put this one on like on the weekends or whatever, but the other ones that I wear, I never take it off. I sleep in it, take a bath in it, go to work in it. I never take it off. Um, that way I don't forget it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, yeah, um, yeah, yeah I, I'm big on wearing my ring. Chris? Yeah, I got to agree with bro. Um, I'm definitely big on the ring. Um, like him, I got a work ring as well. So I can switch. I really don't want to wear, you know, my best ring at work. But I'm definitely big on it. Even sometimes she may forget to wear her ring. Like she might <laughs> run out and I'll spot it and be like, okay. Don't hide it, Chris. Don't hide it. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, I don't give a I don't give her a real hard time about it. But I do. I do ask her, like, yo, I may shoot her a text and be like, hey. Yeah, you, you just forgot your read. <laughs> you alright? You forgot your read. <laughs> I might FaceTime my wife and be like, "Let me see your finger." <laughs> or let me see your finger. She be like, "What?" Yeah, you know what? <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, I know it's sometimes she may like like Desandra said she might run out of something and forget it or whatever. But I know what her heart is, so that's all that matters. Right. For guys, I think it's different because it's a part of us. Right, right. Like how females are with their earrings before leaving the house. <laughs> For me, this is how that is right. when right. I'm leaving mm-hmm. the house. So. That's well, funny because you forgot it the other way. Uh, Uh-oh. 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 Call him back. When? <laughs> when? We was at church and you was like, I forgot my ring. Man, how long ago was that? <laughs> Three weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Crystal, what you think about the ring? Um, I think it's important. I wear mine mainly just about every day. <laughs> I might forget every once in a while because sometimes I take it off in the kitchen, like if I'm cooking, or I take it off upstairs. And sometimes in the morning, I'm just so focused on getting out of the house that I do forget it. But mm-hmm. he's right. He will send a text. He just sent a text the other week. And it was like, hey, you all right? You got to check it. He got to check it. Because she, she, didn't, she didn't feel good to- the night before so and she forgot it I was like yo I just first I wanted to make sure she was good yeah, but next yeah. on the priority list was you forgot your yeah. right. <laughs> right. so yeah it's important I think it's important but I do wear mine and I make sure he wear his well I really don't have to because he always put it on but he better hell I paid for it <laughs> <laughs> Nico um yeah I definitely think it's important Why? I mean it's I mean, I think it's important. We got married, like Crystal said, we didn't get married just to get married. I mean, so you wear your ring. I paid for it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think it's important. Um, it, I love when I see Nico with his ring on. I think it's so attractive. I'm like, oh, that's my bag. You got a ring on. <laughs> no, but I think it's attractive. And, like, you know, um, when Nico goes to work, he has, like, his work ring and he took that initiative to buy the ring for work, and I just thought that showed something like how much he respects me and respects our uh, our union. And for me, I wear my ring every day. I love my ring, and I think I forgot it once and I almost turned the car around because I was like, "Oh no, my ring!" All right, but for the most part, like I said, I always wear my ring. I think it's important. Um, like you guys all said, it symbolizes our love and our union, and so you know. And, I mean, at the end of the day, the ring is, I mean, it's for yourself, but it's also to back up, I'm married, you know what I mean? So. 
Okay, so I have another question for y'all. So we had an episode called The Fall Off Season, right? We were talking about like losing friends or, you know, family, people just falling off after your union, becoming engaged or, you know, did y'all ever experience that within y'all marriage anytime or before you got married in the engagement phase? Did you lose any friends or anything like that? Not really. Um, not during the relationship, like before marriage. Okay. But I mean, you, you can speak back. Oh, okay. So <laughs> <laughs> I'll say this. I had to learn that everybody isn't meant to move into every season with you. And so when you're being elevated and you're moving into a new season, then you have to do some pruning. So when you think of a rose, for a rose to blossom and you have to cut back and prune it Mm -hmm. and cut away the dead pieces so that you can grow into what you're meant to, the same thing had to happen with some friendships. Okay. Even some, I'll say with family members, you know, because sometimes, you know, and I'm one of those people, again, I'm I'm intentional in how I pray. And I say, God, if it's not for me, if it's not going to bless me, if it's not going to be, you know, to elevate my life or edify my life, remove it. And sometimes you realize you're like, well, darn, they don't call me anymore. Or like they just, you notice people start separating. Mm-hmm. And then you, that's when you realize, okay, you know, he knows and heard some conversations that I wasn't in the room to hear. Mm-hmm. And so I've just come to learn that. And again, hey, we had our season together. It was what it was, you know, and whether it was because of us being married, because you saw how, you know, our marriage was being blessed. We were moving, being able to do things. And again, everybody's not happy for you. Right. You know, when mm-hmm. you get married or when you're able to purchase your first house or whatever the big milestones are. Right. You know, so, so yeah, it definitely happened to me. But looking back, we had our season. It was good. But again, moving forward, you couldn't go, you know, you couldn't go with me into this phase of my life. And Blessing that's okay. in disguise. Exactly, And you definitely sound like you're talking right now from a healed place. But at the time that happened, what was your emotions? I would say initially it was just shock because, again, I'm the type of person, hey, if I feel like something, your energy's changing with me, I'm very, you know, I'm going to say, hey, you know, what's going on? Like, is something Mm -hmm. wrong? Did I do something to you? And Bria tell you, you know, we had a conversation about some things and I was like, I had to pray about it. And I said, God, if I've done anything wrong to them, show me. Because I'm not too, you know, big of a person, you know, that I can't apologize. But he didn't show me anything. But then years later, I started seeing, but guess what? That was a chameleon. You know, Mm. they changed with whoever they Mm. was around and other Mm. things. And guess what? Again, that wasn't meant for you. Mm -hmm. And so while I thought it was going to hurt me, like, and I was going to feel just like this complete loss, surprisingly, I didn't. But again, that's where when God is in it mm-hmm. and, you know, the people that's supposed to be in your life are in your life, mm-hmm. you don't feel that. If anything, it, it provided space for other people to come in my life. Like the bunch. That's right. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So when reading something, it said one of the most important things when you get married is dating your spouse. So you guys tell me, why is dating important when you're married? Dating is important because you still got to keep that relationship, that marriage, spicy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Still got to have fun. Um, just because you're married, that's not the end point. Mm-hmm. You still got to, like I said before, you still have to nurture that. Um, mm-hmm. For us. Go ahead. And I was going to say, 
Now, one solid thing that I do remember someone telling us once was, you start how you want to finish. Mm. So if you start off dating me and whining and dining me and all this other stuff, like, okay, don't fall off. Same thing like with us. Okay, like, I, because it was one time, you know, we've been together a long time, started getting a little comfortable. And I said, uh uh-uh. uh, like, I got to keep my hair done, you know, and start keeping, again, right. nurturing us mm-hmm. in our relationship because I don't want to turn into somebody else. And that's not who he married mm-hmm. and vice versa. <clears throat> and so that's like sometimes how you lose interest. Your eyes start going somewhere else and this, that, you know, whatever else. Because again, you, like I said, start how you want to finish. Don't start off doing one thing and then you lose it, you know, in that spark. And then you're like, oh, okay, well, that's not the person I signed up to be with. Right. That's true. And, and treat each other. Don't just, don't let it be off one person. Exactly. Both that's, of yeah. you doing that's the work. That's good. That's good. Yeah. Right. Message. And, you know, I was just thinking kind of like piggybacking off what you said. If we think about like when I first met him seven years ago, I am not the same person mm-hmm. I was seven years ago. Mm-hmm. So if we're not constantly dating each other, if you're not constantly taking that time to communicate with me, we're spending time together, you still thinking you got Kianda from seven years ago, and I'm a completely different person. Right. Yep. And I also think, too, like with day-to-day life, we get so used to the mundane things of life, going to work, coming home, mm-hmm. eating, going to bed, and you get so caught up in that. And so... Dating allows you to get out of your norm and do something together, spend time together, and like you said, get to know each other even more than, um, you know, previously. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would definitely say make the extra effort as much as you can. Because people think because you get married, I guess everything is just going to fall into place after that, but you really have to work at it because mm-hmm. right. it's going to fall apart if you don't. And it don't have to be like something fancy. Like you don't always have to go to a fancy restaurant. Um, Chris and I, we started out in the beginning of our marriage. Every other week, we was doing something. And then, of course, we got comfortable going to work every day, come home, I'm tired, let's just watch TV at home. But, like, recently, we started it back up maybe about four or five months ago. Every other Friday, as soon as we get off work, we're going to meet up. Before we get home, before we see the kids, because they'll drive you crazy. Can I go here? Can I go there? Can you take me this? You know? So we spend that time together. And it's not hours. It's just an hour and a half. You know, just a little lunch date or whatever. And it is what it is. Yeah, it's just easy to get caught up in the routine day to day. And you just get, you know, mixed up in that. So you got to switch it up, you know. And so this kind of like, we can kind of segue into like dating ideas. Spending money versus not spending money. Um, Bay, can you think of like a idea or something that we have done where we really didn't even spend money and it was still a date for us? Put him on the spot real quick. <laughs> um, come on, Bae. not spending money, uh-huh. nah, I, not really. Think about, <laughs> not um, really. think about maybe like four weeks ago, like a month ago. You came home, and what did I have set up? Oh, yeah, that was dope, too. Can you do that tonight? <laughs> Tell the people. Tell, this nah, is but, <laughs> but, yeah, I came I came home from work, and, like, this was this was really dope. Um, and she had, like, the candles lit, um, and she had, like, the blanket laid out on the floor. With the massage oil 
and like everything to rub me down. And I walked in the house, I was like, "What you doing, praying?" But she over there praying. But but once I saw all the stuff, I'm like, "Oh yeah, she finna get me right." So I went in there, I took a shower, and came back out. I had my I had my clothes on. She was like, "Take your clothes off." <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you want me? To, you want me to tell him? You want, hey, you want me to tell him? Like, hey, PG, please, please. I know. Hey, but yeah, I mean, you're married. Yeah, we, I mean, yeah, we hey. married. Hey, buckle naked. You know? <laughs> <laughs> hey, yeah, and and, and and yeah, she she got me right. Well, that was dope, man. Like that was dope. No money, no money in it. Um, just me and her. The kids weren't there. We just enjoyed our time. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, have you guys heard about the viral dating list of the places to avoid? Have y'all seen that? Yeah. All right. So, what do y'all think about that? They had, like, Cheesecake Factory oh, on there. Oh, that was that thing with Oh Girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. A whole list of places that they do not want to go on first dates. Now, I know we already experienced our first dates, but what do you guys think about creating a list of don'ts? I think it's ridiculous. Ridiculous. Whack. Yeah. That's that's ridiculous. And that's why you don't have a man. I was just about to say yeah. the same thing. That's exactly why you on your first dates. Yeah. I think it was all cap though. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of the people whoever created that list, they done been to those same places. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. That's a lot of stuff nowadays, like on social media. They do stuff just for for, for attention, attention and reactions. Yeah, yeah they One they yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's all. That's all. Yeah, like, my first date was on the Cheesecake and, and no, speaking no, of that, I'm, yeah, where, where was oh. everybody first day at? Yeah, ours was Good Berries, and that's expensive ice cream. It's not no basket robins, so yeah. I was impressed. And I was, and I was watching because she threw half of the way. <laughs> we Wasting your money, Nico. We were outside during the summer. Well, the spring, and it was hot. That ice cream melted, so I threw it away. And I was trying to be cute. And I was watching. I go about $10. <laughs> uh, our first date. So, um, our first date, <laughs> we, was going, we was just going to Zaxby's, y'all, for our first date. So, we went to Zaxby's, but the kitchen was on fire. Oh. So, <laughs> the kitchen was on fire. We couldn't even go Crazy. inside. The kitchen like was on quiet. fire. Definitely. You said what? Was a few questions. <laughs> yes, it was. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> the kitchen was on fire. So we ended up going to Hardy's and sitting in the car and just talking for yeah, hours that like, night. It was like yeah. three, four hours. Yeah. 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 Crystal tell and Chris. Them what, tell them what you ordered. <laughs> Listen, at this time, I was real strict on my diet, so I ordered a burger and lettuce. I don't know why. That was just... It was a... But when you said it, I was like, I want a burger with no bun. No, that ain't what you said. You said, Can I get a burger wrapped in lettuce? (laughs) I made it fancy. And Hardy's did that because I used to work at Hardy's. They did. They did. They had the paper wrapped around it. it. Y'all, we know one thing. Brian had a job. (laughs) 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 He had a job. Crystal and Chris, what was y'all first date? We did not have a first date. And I know that sounds crazy, but like I said, Chris was a single father. So for the longest time, for like the first year and a half, it was me, him, his two little boys at his house. Mm. Pizza, 
and movies. That's his that favorite food. That was it for the first year and a half. So I can't even tell you what our first date was. Even when we started like going out to eat, we had the kids with us. So we really didn't have a first date. Oh, that's right. Now that's real. Yeah, yeah that yeah. is right. real. That's real. Y'all made yeah. that a family thing. So yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, I wanted him to be my man, so I ain't had no choice. Baby, <laughs> load these kids up. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're going to get something. <laughs> Where are we going? Exactly. <laughs> For us, our first date, we went bowling, and then we went to the L house. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we had a good time. Yeah, and I was like. He was like, you can get whatever you oh, want. Yeah. And I was like, I, I am. Oh. <laughs> Talking about, I'm a steak and potatoes kind of girl. Right. And I ain't seen that. Did they have a steak then? And I, I got that barbecue chicken sandwich or something. I was trying not to be messy or nothing. But it was good. It was like good vibes. Oh, and then I remember we got back to, I call it CC Projects. But yes. So I got back to where I was staying. And he was dropping me off. And I was like, Okay. And I just wanted to, like, you know, I was like, okay. He gave me a little church hook. Oh, and I was like, you don't put these boobs on you? I was like, yeah. <laughs> I was trying to be a gentleman. <laughs> don't gentle don't me. <laughs> yeah, I didn't kiss on the first date. I didn't kiss you on our first date. I ain't saying nothing. Oh, okay. I ain't said nothing. I ain't okay. said nothing. But I, that was one of my questions, girls. Did you try to be cute on your dates when you were dating your husbands, or you know, be cute around them? Like, how? What was your mannerisms around your your husbands when you first met them? Girl, I was picking that Hardy's burger with my fingers, <laughs> trying to be cute. Now, baby, as soon as she got home, I know she busted it off. Took them shoes off, got to rub them feet. <laughs> Starting at five. Oh, all right. <laughs> she took that letters off. <laughs> okay, hey. tell them about um when we went to cookout that time. Oh, when we went to cookout. So um, I think we went. Well, did we go to the movies first? Yeah, it was like our yeah. We went to the movies, and I said, "Well, you can um, we're gonna go to cookout, get something to eat, or whatever the case may be." And she got a cookout tray. I think like a chicken sandwich, and she got always get a milkshake because she loves ice cream. And number one, they forgot the ice cream. I drove off, so she had to get out of the car and run back and get her ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> so after we um, got the food, we went back and parked somewhere and was just talking. She was eating, but she was like picking it apart, like, mm, I'm so full. I'm so full. <laughs> I said, no, I know you ain't full, but oh, okay. But she told me when she got home, she bust down that thing. <laughs> <laughs> she was hungry. <laughs> Don't be shy. No, just still, be yourself. Just be yourself. My wife still do that to this day though. We'll go out and she a pick over her food. Who? And key. She who? Key who? until we get home. Okay. And then she will Bust demolish that. that food when we get home. And go to sleep. That's why I said I can't eat a lot today. Crystal, how would you eat your chicken tenders with Chris? That's all she gonna get. That's all she gonna hey, get. I know they was at Zach's. You can't go wrong with tenders, honey. <laughs> Um, I picked over my food anyway. <laughs> I always picked over my food, and then he would take my leftovers. For sure. <laughs> and he still do it to this day. I just boxed up some leftovers the other day. <laughs> <laughs> now, we never had that problem. Yeah. If anything, he was the one in the beginning. I couldn't stand it. The only thing he would order any place we went, they had to have chicken tenders or a burger. Okay, Ron. That was it. That was it. Hey, I'm right there. But with I mean, you. my palate is grown now, so has it. Okay. Ooh, man. That's what happened when you get with this. Mm. Oh, I'm with it forever. Mm. And the day. And the day. <laughs> That's what's up.
All right, so segue into another question. Um, so being alone with your spouse, um, when you're together, how important is not being on the phone, watching TV, and having that intimate time together? Um, you know, do you guys have rules that go with that? Like, how do you guys do that or deal with that? We have rules. When we do our um, date every other Friday, no phones. Well, we have our phones with us, but we don't pay attention to it. And then when we eat dinner, it's no phones. Mm-hmm. Unless somebody called and I run and get my phone. <laughs> <laughs> but it's no phone. Message. Okay, so I thought he was going to say something else. Um, we try. <laughs> to not have our phones. Uh, sometimes we'll play like a game together on our phones, like spades. We'll play spades <laughs> on our phone. Um, and then like if we, you know, at home, like watching a movie, you know, every Sunday it's a power or something. We're watching it. No phones. So we, you know, try to limit our, our time. Like I'd be like, babe, you on your phone? Or he'll say something to me, you know. So that's kind of how we work it out. It's not really like rules, but we kind of just try to put it away. For us, I don't think we really have rules, but we know when we're at home, when we're eating dinner, I mean, we don't normally have it out. Um, we're just eating, trying to discuss different things that happen during the day or plans that we have. Um, now, when we're out on dates and stuff, we don't, same thing, we really don't use our phones. Um, when we're at home chilling, we're either watching TV together, being on the phone. I mean, so for us, it's really no rules. It's implied. <laughs> no, because he was like, so remember what was this like? This was a month back. We was down in Myrtle, and I don't know why I was on my phone. Because normally I'm really not like that when we eating or whatever. And because like sometimes we'll look around, but like that couple has not said like two oh, words yeah, to each yeah. other. Oh, yeah. so, like we we be people watching all the time. Mm-hmm. But um, and I just remember I forgot like I was on it doing something for whatever reason, and he was like, hey. Tapping the table, put your phone away, and I was like, "Oh, okay." But um, but yeah, because again, it's like when those things implied. If we're gonna be here together, like be intentional and be present with me. Mm-hmm. Right. Like everything else can wait unless it's an emergency. Right. Yeah, I thought you was about to say Brian be on his phone all the time because y'all know we was in Vegas. <laughs> was that? Oh, I was taking pictures of everything. Yeah, and when you were trying to find uh, where we was going, oh, you're hey, you oh, yeah. Come on, don't talk about and that. Then what happened, Brian? Don't what talk about that. Don't talk car? about that. <laughs> trying to see where the. Uh, <laughs> trying to see Listen, where the. Man, Uber was. My glasses. Was like, <laughs> I had worn them glasses since I ain't even went and got them fixed yet. <laughs> You ain't went and got your glasses. Yeah, because I have multiple glasses, so I'm like, I'm done with this. It's a bad, no, it's a bad reminder. What's up, baby? Got PTSD. I think we were going to talk about that one. Yo, right. Can you have the way you read that, that damn glass? <laughs> Well, I know how he is about his phone. I'm glad I gave y'all a laughing moment. The way, the way you bounced off that grass and the way your damn glasses were crooked. <laughs> Not this cat. <laughs> Did I have a hat on that? Yeah. 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 Hey, Mike, I don't even still know oh how my, my glasses God. got messed up when oh I had God. the cap on. Listen, <laughs> listen, Brian, I didn't laugh at you 
Oh boy! But you laugh later. Not in your face anyway. But I was worried about it. It's all good. It's all good. And then gonna say the ride outside. (laughs) 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 She's crying now. She act like she didn't want to laugh when it happened. Oh no, I laughed too then. (laughs) (laughs) She laughed, but then she was like, "All right, y'all, that's enough." Oh my god, boy! That was a good time. We gotta do another. That was a good one. That was a good one, man. Yeah, we definitely got to go out, man. That's an episode in itself. Yes, yes, y'all. Oh, my God. Goodness. Boy. Things we witnessed. <laughs> All right, y'all. So we talked about dating your spouse. And another important thing in marriage is the act of communication. So, Chris, how do you build healthy communication? Um, For me, building healthy communication is... You build it by communicating. <laughs> you know, the more you communicate, I believe that, you know, the healthier it gets. Just got to be open and, and transparent with each other. Yep. Key. Um, just kind of like what he said, just being able to be vulnerable, especially if we're talking about communication with your spouse. Um, I feel like if you can't be vulnerable with your spouse, who, who, who are you going to be vulnerable with? Um, and I think that's just the best way for me, just being vulnerable, letting all of it out. Mm-hmm. Babe, what you think? Um, like my brother said, like I think the biggest thing is just being open. Um, you just got to be open, open and honest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, either Deshondra or Brian. So. Building healthy communication is important, but what do you think of listening to hear versus listening to respond? What does that mean? Um, so something that I've learned with communication is, you know, in order to be able to do so, there has to be like you create a safe space so that, you know, and that goes with what he was saying about, you know, that vulnerability. And so that means I have to create a space enough and also self-awareness where I understand Okay, stop talking so much. Listen to what it is that he needs from me. Mm-hmm. Listen to what it is that's going mm-hmm. on with him. Because we're very intentional about how was your day? You know, is everything okay? I know him very well. So I know sometimes when he shuts down or starts shutting down, it gets really quiet. But I also learn to give him his space. Right. You know, so again, that's that self-awareness, knowing that, hey, I don't have to always be right. I don't always have to have my point. I don't always have to get the last word because I don't always know what's going on inside of him, mm-hmm. especially as a black male. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's 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 a good word. I mean, for me too. Mm-hmm. You know, <clears throat> mm-hmm. my husband is kind of like that. Like he gets quiet, and I'm I'm like, babe, what is it? Okay, I'll give you five minutes, <laughs> babe. What is it? You know what I'm saying? He like. So just hearing you say that, being intentional, like I love that you keep saying that word, like being intentional, like I'm learning, I'm learning, and I appreciate this, really. This is good. Yeah. I'm learning from y'all. I mean, we've been married how long, but I right. mean, yeah, it's not perfect. And I'll tell anybody, once the rain goes on, to me, that's when the work starts. Mm-hmm. Mm. I mean, because it was easy being engaged and you dating and all the other stuff. What but did they say at the end cap? The wedding is only the beginning. That's right. Uh, see, we tune in. <laughs> okay, so let me ask you this question. It's not on our little list or whatever. Because you said the work comes in once you get that ring, right? Mm-hmm. Do you think marriage is, and this is a question for everybody, do you think marriage is hard work? 
Or do you think marriage is hard? Because you know you hear that a lot when you get married. Mm-hmm. It's hard that. if you make it hard. Marriage can be easy if you're working together. Say it again. Oh, right. Mm-hmm. I like that. Right. If you're working together, everything should fall in place. Right. right. Everybody's on one accord. Nobody's trying to combat you with any and everything that's going on. Mm-hmm. So, But I would say, so take the word hard and put challenging. Because that's life in itself. Mm-hmm. You're going to have challenges. You're going to have mm-hmm. obstacles. And so if anything, it's how you navigate those challenges. Right. And so if we're equipped with the tools we need, communication, honesty, transparency, all the other things, then if we build on a solid foundation, Amen. we can navigate any path. You better. Anything. You right. better. You better. Let's go, baby. Hey, tell them, tell them Dr. Smith. Tell them. <laughs> yes, Dr. Smith. I forgot to put that yeah. in there. That brings us, well, brings me back to when we, um, when we was buying our house, our realtor asked us, you remember? He asked us, how long had we been married? And at that time, it was only like, what, two years? And he was like, oh, let me give y'all some advice. Because he had married his, um, what is it, college sweetheart? Is that mm-hmm. what you want to call it? So he told us, and I have never heard this before, but ever since he told us, I try to keep that in mind. But he told us, he said, if you treat your marriage like it's your baby. For example, like Key, when you had the twins, when they were a baby, when they cried, what did you do? I went to go see what was wrong. You went with to them. go see what was wrong, right? You <laughs> yes. went to go see if they needed a diaper change, if mm-hmm. they needed to be fed or they needed to be held. He said, treat your marriage the same way. He mm-hmm. said, if your marriage is crying out, there's an issue, mm-hmm. your wife upset, Chris mm-hmm. upset, whatever, deal with it then. Just like you stop what you're doing to see about that crying baby, mm-hmm. stop what you're doing to see about your crying marriage. That's good. Mm-hmm. That's, That's good. good. So, yeah. That's you good. nurture it. Do you remember That's that? Right. that. I remember. Yeah. That's good. I like that. I remember that. He was also explaining how the, the number of years, like we was married two years. Mm-hmm. He was like, look at it from a perspective as the baby is two years old. Like you still got to mm, right. progress in the, in the whole process. Right. Shout out to Matthew at the World yes, Worth, Worth Group. That's, that's, that's a good Matthew. word. That is, that's yeah, a good word. That is. That's good too. Okay, so with us talking about communication, how do y'all feel about going to bed mad? How about the Carrington's? Being intentional. (laughs) Um, Just like I said, I mean, we're still learning. You know, we four years in. uh, So we try not to. You know what I'm saying? But there are moments that I can be stubborn and he can be stubborn too. You know, um, but we going to bed. You get what I'm saying? Like he's not going to his mama house or nobody. You know, we're staying home and we're going to talk about it. He is more of a... Let let him have his moment, and he gonna call and try to get it right. It ain't gonna go too long, you know what I'm saying? It's not gonna he gonna have to he gonna have to get it off his chest, and it's kind of like what you said, like me understanding, like maybe maybe right now is not the time to talk about it for him. So sometimes we may go to bed, and it's not the best environment, but we gonna eventually get it off our chest. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yep. So. Um, yeah, for me, um, we're not going to bed. I mean, I, I take that back. We can go to bed mad. I don't give, you can be mad all day. Right. But we're going to get in that bed and go to sleep. Exactly. And when I get up in the, <laughs> and when I get up in the morning, I'm the type of person, it, that was yesterday. It's a new day. We can wake up, we can apologize, or we can just go on about our day. But I'm, we're not going to take from yesterday what comes into the next day. Mm-hmm. Right. So, yeah. But you can stay mad all you want. I don't care. 
But we stand mad together in this house. Exactly, in that bed. (laughs) Put your feet on mine. Put your back to mine. You can turn around. I don't care what you do. Do a flip. But we're going to bed. (laughs) And usually when we're mad at each other, like... It, I mean, it depends what we're, you know, bickering about. But usually, like, I'm still mad and he come and trying to joke and he get on my nerves. But that usually, like, makes me laugh and get me out mm-hmm. of, like, that situation. Right. Or usually if she's mad and she knows that she done wrong, she'll try to come around. Ooh, ooh. I say, oh, now you want to laugh because you know you done messed up. <laughs> Or, or it's time to eat dinner. <laughs> right, because when it's time to eat dinner, that mad is gone. <laughs> hunger doesn't took over. Causes? Baby, let me tell you. <laughs> the Lord is still working on me, honey, Because 10 times out of 10, it's always me that's mad. Chris hardly ever gets mad. But um, he's one of those people that he want to talk it out right then, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, me, on the other hand, ooh, Lord. <laughs> I want to say what I have to say. It just takes a while for me. I kind of hold on to it a little too long. I'm not even going to lie. Mm-hmm. Um, I try not to go to bed mad, but there are times I go to bed mad. I just, you know, something I need to work on. Right. She going to go to bed mad. <laughs> 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 like for me, like she said, I you know, I always like to talk things out, you know what I'm saying, before and but like you said earlier, I had to learn that she has a space, she has a window to where I have to let that go by and then we can come back to it full circle, you know. I got a window, a hallway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. back, y'all a whole room. A whole room. <laughs> you know, the next day I shoot a text, you know, like, hey, I love you and I know that she done carried some debris <laughs> over into the next day. <laughs> oh, hurricane. Because normally yeah. I'll text right back, but if I'm still mad, I'll wait about an hour or so before I text it back. But, you know, he's still working on me. Just keep me in your prayers. <laughs> Amen. Me too, baby. Keep us living. <laughs> For us, when we first started our relationship, we saw this um, a wall sticker. It mm-hmm. said, always kiss each other goodnight. From there, we made the decision not to go to bed mad at each other. Um, if we had a disagreement over anything, we talked it out that night. Um, mm-hmm. Pretty much because anything can happen in, the, in, that, in that next day. Mm-hmm. Um, you can be arguing. You can have that disagreement. But if something happens during that next day, let's say somebody passes away. You're still mad at that person. You didn't get a chance to say, hey, I love you. Mm-hmm. And that's what I told him. I said, what if, you know, that, you know, I, we don't wake up the next day. Mm-hmm. And case in point, this past Wednesday, my cousin, um, her husband, 36 years of age, he didn't wake up mm-hmm. Wednesday morning. Went to bed. He didn't wake up. Mm-hmm. They think it's a heart attack. Oh, wow. mm. And so, and I, it just goes to show what I was Anything talking about. You just don't know. Mm-hmm. And then what that's going to do to your psyche of knowing I was being petty the night before right. over something, you know, whatever it was. Because like I said, life is fleeting. You just do not know. And so for me, that was a reminder of why we, yeah. And again, I'm not saying you got to be over everything. Right, I'm not right. saying that. But again, you don't know if that person beside you is going to wake up the next day 
Or mm. if you're going to wake up the next day. That's true. Yeah. But yeah, Nico, like you said, though, we're going to get in that bed. Oh, yeah. But while we're in that bed, we're going to talk about what's going on, what's bothering us word. before we actually go to sleep. That's a word. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. a word. So I got a question, too. Um, just it's not on the paper or whatever, but um, in the in the moment of being mad at each other, talking it out right then, or do you give your partner space to calm down before y'all talk, or do y'all try to talk it out right then, like in the heat of the moment? No, nah, it takes time. Yeah, definitely time. Before the night ends, we gonna talk yeah. about it. Brian do this thing, I can't stand. He be like, he be like, <laughs> like he'll ignore me and just get real quiet and stuff. Ooh, I, ooh, he be just doing these little things. I'm like, look at big head. Like he just, yeah, it's just be like little thing. And it's crazy because like when I tell y'all, my daddy used to do, like he used to hum. Oh, he used to piss my mama off. Like he be like, do do do. It's like, what is wrong with you? But again, but Chris, you said that. Like, you've learned to give her her space. And so, again, I'm not saying, like, everything's going to be good right then and all this other stuff and you're going to come to, like, some resolve. But it's like when you know what that person needs and you know, hey, I need to let her breathe a little bit so I don't say nothing reckless so that she don't say nothing, you know, vice versa, whatever. Then it's like, again, but that's when you learn each other, when you communicate and then even ask. Like, I can't, I always tell people I don't operate in assumptions. Mm-hmm. Ask me what I need. Mm-hmm. You're like, baby, like, you good right now? You need a little more time? And I'm like. Go to your corner. And then. <laughs> time I'm out. Saying, you know, I'm saying. <laughs> we're each going to our corner, though. You know, recollect what's yeah, going yeah, on. Right, and then right. you come back to discuss yeah. it. Right. right. And if I need right. a little more time, I'd be like, you know. Not right now. Let's go find something to eat. And then, you know. And then we're going to be okay. We go from there. Yeah. (laughs) So before you talk it out, like, is everything okay? I mean, do you still be cool before you talk about the situation? Because I I ask that because if me and my wife going through something and I'd be like, babe, I don't want to talk about it right now. She won't talk to me at all until we talk about that certain situation. You know what I'm saying? Like, she won't talk to me at all. Like, she won't at all. So, that's what I'm saying. Like, are you still cool? Do y'all still, like, talk? But have you communicated that to her? Of, like, that's what I need? Ask her. Because he's communicating Ask her. Yeah, he's communicating that to me. Um, Well, hey, let's just get therapy right now. Um... (laughs) I, so that is wrong of me to, but see, I know my husband. So I know that if I act as if everything is cool, it's going to get swept under the rug. And, and I need him, mm-hmm. I need him to know like, no, my feelings, they're going to come first. And that's, you know wrong, what I'm that's wrong on my part. So yeah. that's, that's the reason that it's like that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, it's not, I don't want to sweep this under the rug. I want to work this out with you. So whenever you're ready to talk about it, let's just. Go to the corner. <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying? Let's go to the corner and then we can come back and we can talk about it. Mm-hmm. You know? Yes, and anybody that know who Kiana is, she's gonna wanna talk about everything. I everything. wanna talk about everything. She wanna talk about she everything. Talk. She wanna break it down. Talk about she wanna it. go back and forth. She wants everything. And I she gonna she gonna get the last word. She, no, she not with me. No. Yeah, she made with you. No. But we got a relationship that I'm gonna get the last <laughs> word. Hey, look. 
I'm a, I'm a, I'm a allow her to have the last yeah, that's, word. Yeah, that's that's what it is. I allow her to have it. You, but not yeah. with me. You won't get. Because I ain't finna keep going back. And therapy's over. Therapy's over for Kiana. Well, I guess this goes into our next question about fighting fair and settling arguments. Um. Are you open to admitting that you're wrong? Ooh. <laughs> we need to start with Crystal on that one. <laughs> okay, so I'm just going to say this. I'm ready to hear this. <laughs> <laughs> Chris, it's when almost have, bedtime. Chill out, chill out. When we have our disagreements, I'm just that type of person. I'm going to say what I have to say. Like, I want you to be quiet and you're going to listen. Like that's just how it is. Damn. Then I need my space. <laughs> then you can come back and I'll listen. But I don't think I'm ever wrong. <laughs> Chris, do you think she ever wrong? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of course. <laughs> she ain't gonna never admit. Oh, matter of fact, I gotta, I gotta ask. I'm gonna ask all. Matter of fact, all the ladies a question. Do do y'all ever admit? Hold on, hold on, wait. Before you even ask that question, so you mean to tell me I never admit that I'm wrong? I'm gonna give you, I'm gonna give you one or two (laughs) times, maybe that you admit it. But but when we talk about it, at the end of the day, what you be saying, babe, you was right. Blah 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 blah. So I was right. Look, Chris, like I'm trying. (laughs) (laughs) So, do y'all? Is it easy for y'all to admit that y'all wrong? I'm gonna put it that way. I would say for me, no. But good answer. <laughs> no, because I'm the type of person I like to think from the other point of view. And I in my head I'm reasoning. I'm, I'm thinking about my point of view. I'm thinking about his perspective. Mm-hmm. And I'm mm-hmm. like, no, he was wrong. I was mm-hmm. not. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it is hard for me to admit when I'm wrong. I, I do say that. And sometimes, yeah, it is hard. Very hard because she like to gloss over when she's wrong and go on to the next thing. But for me, it's like I need to apologize, buy me a gift. Kind of <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Uh, you gonna go? Yeah, um, I admit when I'm wrong, right? Yeah, you do for the most part. Yeah, I mean, because but for the other part, <laughs> I'm right. Because a lot of times I'm looking out for you or it's other things. Because, like, I'm that type of person. Again, I try to think about, you know, all sides and be considerate and all this other stuff. And I be trying to, like, you know, for the good. And you be like, oh, you're going to be one to listen a lot of times. And then you come back and be like, well, babe, you were right. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. But when I am wrong, I do admit. I'm mm-hmm. like, okay. Now, it may take me a little, give me a little breather. <laughs> but still, I'm going to be like, okay, I was wrong. I apologize. I don't have a hard time apologizing. <laughs> well, I just true. Oh, sorry. sorry. Uh-huh, go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say off of that. The reason why I don't like to say I'm wrong too is because my husband thinks he's always right, mm. and so for him to hear that, he gets his head even bigger. Mm. So that's why I don't like to say it two times. Sometimes. <laughs> I mean, but tell the truth. Am I usually right? Sometimes. No, not sometimes. <laughs> I'm usually right, <laughs> and everybody at this table know I'm usually right. Oh, God, Jesus, Nico. Um, yeah, speak about it. I mean, it's the truth. Keep Nico in y'all prayers. Um, Thank you. <laughs> I will say this for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, um, Tell it right. It is. I'll say this. It's Sorry. very rare 
Well, what? That I am in the wrong. Oh, because listen, 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 listen. Now, I'm not talking about this flower purple, but you saying it's pink. I'm talking about like real life things. Like real life things. Now it's a difference, you know. You gonna know more about certain things if it's you know dealing with what you do or you know. But I'm talking about real life things that are about us. And I try to be. Our word of the night is intentional. I try to be intentional and I try to be tactful in how I come come at him. Now sometimes, yeah, I, I you know, this baby right here, he will send me. <laughs> somewhere else sometimes and so i may have to apologize for my tone or a word that i have said and i don't have a problem apologizing whenever i know that my tone is off you know i'll apologize but it's very rare that i'm saying things to you <laughs> that's not right but go ahead he gonna say his little nico part. you know all right mm-hmm. do she like to apologize no thank you but because thank you. it's very rare that I'm wrong again. But, that's but, what I'm saying. But but <laughs> but when you are wrong, you hate to apologize. No no no. I'll be like, babe, come over here and give me a kiss. That, that ain't apologize. <laughs> come give me a kiss. Yeah, that's how they love to apologize. <laughs> that ain't apologize. Babe, that's, come give me I a kiss. I think that's how it goes for all of them. Well, like, right. come do something and say, I'm not going to apologize, but hey, come over here. Right? Exactly. Give me a hug, babe. That's not an apology. I seen a Thank little you. meme that said it was this little girl and they had a thing and she was like, it's not my fault that he can't hear my apology in my head. <laughs> Amen. I need to hear it out loud. <laughs> Let us know we write sometimes. Right, sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. I got you. I got you. Blow my head up a little bit. Okay. Blow I, a got little you, bit. I got you. We learn. We learn. Oh, man. <laughs> All right, so we talked about the admitting wrong, kind of, but the part I want to talk about is fighting fair. What does that mean to y'all? Brian, what do you think? What does that mean to you? Um, fighting fair, you're giving each other the space to say what you have to say without, well, just, I'll just say this with the question that you guys asked early, earlier, listening to hear versus listening to respond, you're going to hear each other out and then you respond to the situation. Um that's playing fair to me. I mean, and don't go below the belt. Yep, yeah. I was just about especially to say when that. you know, because I'm not gonna lie, I can hurt somebody with my words. Amen. You know, I have to put the pause on you. Like I, yeah. can, Amen. it can be put lethal. The pause on you so that's why I said, you know, you. I'm just saying, you know. So <laughs> gotta back up. Hey. Yeah, because I um I take this from Crystal Kaiser. Like. I've learned from Crystal <laughs> Kaiser because with her, she ain't gonna take it to the ground. She gonna take it to hell. <laughs> So with people, I will. will. We can take it to hell because we kind of one and the same. But you know, when you go ahead, go ahead, Chris. Listen, if you ain't built for the words, (laughs) now, Chris, I don't take it to hell with you. No, I don't take. You be getting hot, Chris. Yeah, I don't take it to hell with Chris. It's just that. I don't stop until I got my point across. Mm-hmm. Then once I get my point across, then I'm like, okay, now you have the floor type, you know. But let me ask you this: Do you shut down or do you listen to what he has to say? Mm. I listen to what he has to say. I was joking. You do listen. You listen. Yeah, Calm but- down. <laughs> 
get in that mic and tell a lie. <laughs> they say sticks and stones can break your bones, but words will never hurt you. <laughs> That was a damn lie. (laughs) Trying to tell you, this one right here, man. Good God Almighty! And it's 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 like I'm like, okay, babe, you got it. It seemed like that make her go over the top. (laughs) But I'm not saying like you know below the belt stuff. But I do. I'll keep it going. And every time a new thought come to my head, and you did take the garbage out when I told you to the other day. And now that I gotta wash the trash can out, and you better do it too. <laughs> and I see you walk past that trash can, baby. It's on and popping again. So I get what you can't say. stop. You I, can't I, I stop. Get you. I, I get you. Can't stop. Won't stop. We need to. We need to. We need to come mm. up with a word. Pineapple. Just let it go. That's crazy. So I don't know about you, ladies, but sometimes you know. You know, you just expressing yourself to your husband and he says, are you on your period or, oh, you must be hungry. (laughs) So does your husband use that line for you in your household? My husband used to do that a lot. Like, what, when is it? Cause you must be about to come on your period. You know, he he used to do that, but um, not as much. Cause I think that he know now when he wrong and he know how to smooth me over a little bit better. But no, he don't say it as much now. But in the beginning, he used to kill that. It was like his favorite line. Definitely was. <laughs> it's still my favorite because I said it last week. <laughs> you turn into a whole different person when you come on your cycle, boy. Good God. Or hungry. Or hungry. <laughs> or that. Yes. Yes. Anyone else? Sandra Crystal. He know not to. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, like I tell you, Brian get quiet on me. Mm. And like, you know, just with whatever, or if I'm acting a certain way or something, he just ignore me. <laughs> and that pissed me off even more. <laughs> but still, he, he just be like, mm-hmm. and just give me a little look. I'm like, oh, all right, whatever. Like, I'm not going to get what I want because I want to go back and forth. But yeah, so, mm-mm. like I said, he know not to say nothing reckless. <laughs> Vice versa. <laughs> Yeah, everybody think he's so quiet and just timid and stuff. He sweat on his nose. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he like hot stuff. (laughs) I'm quiet, but don't 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 push me. Don't push me. Sometimes I won't push a little bit just for you. Hey, come on, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we're gonna wrap it up. Um, Anything else that anyone wants to say about dating or communication? Or questions for the Smiths? I would say, you know, just to, you know, wrap all of this up is to say that, you know, with marriage, you're growing. You're going to grow through the pains. You're going to grow through the good times. You're going to grow through the bad times. Um, But remember, it's not a race. And so with that being said, you know, think of it like a triathlon. You're going to have different things. You got to go through different obstacles. Some are going to be more challenging than others. Some are going to be easier than others. But as long as you work it together, that's what matters. Remember the vows that you, you know, profess, you know, before God and, you know, all that were there to witness your union. And just remember, no day is going to be the same, but that this is the person that you vow to love through, through it all. You know, so that's what I would just tell you. Just remember that, you know, again, it's not going to be easy every day. It's not always going to be hard either, but just, you know, keep committing to each other. You know, don't let it stop at the wedding. 
Right. Yeah, like she was saying, you guys are a team in this thing. So you're working together. Um, always communicate with each other. Be open. Um, just be honest with each other and just have fun with each other because that's the most important thing. Have fun, grow, love, elevate yourselves, and just be the best that you can be in that marriage. Mm-hmm. And then you look back after all these years and you look at you know where you started and where you're at then and to see that you've grown with that person is no better feeling than that person you profess to love you know and made those vows to and to see that hey i didn't do this by myself we built this together mm-hmm. we're 11 years in this thing and boy 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 have we grown <laughs> exactly yep. so that's good that's what's up well, before we end this, we just want to say thank you to the Smiths for coming today and really sharing their knowledge with us and being our first guest. And it was just awesome to hear you guys' thoughts and learning something new from you guys. So thank you yes, so much. Yes, Bunch. Yes. Yeah, we really do appreciate y'all. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank y'all for having us. Thank y'all for having us. Thank you. 11 years, man. Congratulations. Yes. Keep thank pushing. You. Hey, that's the goal. Yeah. So whether you're married, you're you're single, you have friendships, you know, you can go on dates with friends and get to know them even more. You can learn to communicate more effectively with friendships as well. So don't forget those things in any relationship that you're in. And we just want to leave you with a thought. Comment below. What is your favorite activity to do with your spouse, your family, your friend? If you got a sneaky link, like what is your favorite thing to do with them? Comment below. And please remember, the, the wedding, wedding is, is only the beginning. beginning.